Hi, welcome to the November podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by uh, Dr. Andrew Rosenkrantz, who's assistant professor of radiology at the uh, NYU School of Medicine. And uh, Dr. Rosenkrantz and his colleagues have written a, a very provocative manuscript entitled Comparison of Pyrads and Likert Scale for Prostate Cancer Localization Using Parametric, Multiparametric MRI. So welcome, Dr. Rosenkrantz. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to the session. Good. There are a couple of words in the title that I think our readers may not be familiar with. So uh, perhaps you can tell us what is, what is PIRADS and why uh, might it be uh, useful? So PIRADS refers to a set of criteria that has been recently put forth by an expert panel uh, sponsored by the European Society of Uroradiology that can be used for interpreting and reporting multiparametric prostate MRI. And it relies on fixed established criteria for scoring the likelihood of cancer on each of the different sequences on a one through five scale. Okay. And uh, why do we need PIRADS? Why, why is that supposed to be a good thing? So I, I think this is something that's been a, actually a long time coming. And this actually, if done well, has a lot of potential. And I, I think it's addressing what's been one of the big challenges, maybe holding back the widespread adoption of prostate MRI. And that's been recognized uh, substantial inner reader variability in how this is interpreted and reported, both between centers and even between radiologists at one center. Um, I, think, I think these are challenging examinations. We, we have different discordant findings between sequences that need to be integrated. And there's really been a lack of a clear and validated system for how to put all these findings together and communicate it to urologists. So it's a structured reporting system where the terminology will be uniform and the criteria uh, will also be agreed upon and presumably that will improve the inner observer variability. So then what's a Likert scale? So a Likert scale um, has been how much of how prostate MRI has largely been reported uh, in the past and been studied in the literature. And this comes from just psychometric research. And it's just a way to classify ones. It could be a subjective or objective interpretation using some type of criteria or scale. It's largely been done on a one through five scale. So in our study, this was basically just kind of a gestalt or overall opinion without any fixed criteria to guide those opinions. So just take your overall uh, impression and then scale it in terms of the likelihood of it being cancer, which would be a higher number, and the likelihood of it being not cancer, which would be a low number. Correct. Without having very uh, concrete fixed criteria. Correct. It's just the reader's experience and judgment. Okay. So now we understand what the two scales are. And then the question is, if the scale has been introduced by the European society, uh, hasn't it been validated? What was the reason that you decided to do this study? So, so that's an, an interesting question. So th the initial paper that was proposing these, this particular set of fixed criteria was largely based on 
the, the experience and perspectives of the co-authors. There have certainly been papers in the literature that have validated different criteria for prostate MRI, but uh, this particular combination or set of criteria uh, that has been labeled PIRAS most recently has not been formally validated. Okay. So that, that was what we had set out to do. So that the concern is that the criteria may be too narrowly based and may not be broadly applicable or that the criteria not be, may not be interpreted by readers similarly? Is that the concern? Yeah, well, I, think a couple, I think we need to show that other authors or, or other radiologists can take the criteria in the uh, original PIRAS publication and apply these to actually interpret studies. We'd be readers in our study were presented with the PIRAS criteria to the letter with, with no further modification and asked to apply these just as say a new radiologist looking to start out in prostate MRI may approach it. And did they have any uh, specific education aside from reading the criteria as written? Well, so all, all readers um, actually are experienced in prostate MRI and have interpreted many prostate MRI examinations for years prior to the study. Okay. So that would, I think, warrant their providing a score on a Likert scale. Mm -hmm. But then separate session, we're provided with the recently proposed PIRES criteria and asked to score strictly based on these criteria. Okay. So. And then, so if you could review sort of what did you actually do in this study and what did you find? What are your key findings? So the, the three radiologists reviewed multi-parametric prostate MRI examinations in two separate sessions um, using as our reference standard histopathologic findings from radical prostatectomy. And they basically, and the readers essentially scored their suspicion for cancer in numerous regions in the prostate uh, using either the Likert scale, their, their just experience and judgment, versus the PIRES criteria taken from the recent uh, publication proposing those features. Okay. So it's essentially a head-to-head -head analysis. And the, re the results were similar for for the two schemes, overall the performance was high. These were two; these were three experienced readers at a center that does a lot of prostate MRI, and and the readers all have multiple years of experience. No, no, no trainees were, were readers in this particular study, and and there wasn't just lo looking across the entire prostate, all the different regions together. There really wasn't a big difference in performance for one reader. The two systems overall performed. Uh, similarly, one reader did it slightly better with um, Likert. The third reader did slightly better with Pyrads overall. So the reader, the the, the findings didn't strongly show uh, better accuracy for uh, the Pyrads versus the Likert scale for for these readers. Okay, you mentioned that the uh, uh, one of the key goals of these. PIRADS would be to reduce inter-observer variability. And how was the inter-observer variability between the Likert scales versus the PIRADS? So it, it wasn't, so for, for neither system it was as good as I think it needs to be. I think, I think it was, the, the inner reader variability was moderate for both schemes. Okay. Uh, uh, looking across the entire prostate, all, all anatomic regions, there, there wasn't a 
any sizable difference. Again, just mo moderate variability. And I, I think um, I, I think further work is still need, needed to improve it further. One, one thing I would add, though, um, is that these were radiologists all from the same center. Right. So that could have bolstered the variability of the Likert scale, potentially with very with radiology. Bolstered, reduced the variability? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that could have reduced the variability with the Likert scale, potentially with radiologists from numerous centers who have different perspectives and background in prostate MRI, may have had more variability with, with a, a free Likert system. And, and what about the experience? Uh, you said they were all experienced. Was that's another source of variability potentially? And is it possible that your group of readers were too experienced, uh, and that if you had more readers with more varying experience, you, one scale might have performed better than another? I, I absolutely. Um, it's possible that with a, a trainee or a, a new a new reader without much background that they may not do as well with the Likert system. They may not have the experience um, and just seeing the volume of cases to perform well and, and might do better with a, a being provided with fixed criteria such as PIRADS. Um, I, I think we, I think primarily we were looking to just validate the PIRADS criteria versus a pathologic reference standard. Mm -hmm. So for that, we wanted experienced readers and if their performance of PIRADS was not high, we wouldn't want it to potentially be due to inexperienced readers. Um, okay. But, but yes, I, I agree. Now, you did note that there were some, uh, that in the transition zone, in the central portion of the gland, the pyrads actually did uh, a bit worse than it did elsewhere. Yeah, so that, that was um, interesting. I think an important point. So the transition zone of the prostate has traditionally been a more difficult uh, region for tumor detection. The tumors there can be masked or mimicked by BPH nodules. And the PIRADS criteria didn't perform as well there. There, if we did separate out findings by zone, PIRADS was was a little bit better in that in that region. That that's true. Mm -hmm. You mean the Likert was better in? Yeah, I'm sorry. Region. Excuse me. The, the Likert was a little better in that region. So, is there anything uh, based on sort of your experience, any modifications you would suggest to the PIRADS that might improve its performance in the transition zone? Yes, and, and my understanding is that modifications are are underway, and I think we're all anticipating future uh, updates to the system. Certainly, the the, the current the, the original version that our study uh, was evaluating had unique criteria for assessing the transition zone versus the peripheral zone on T2-weighted imaging, but uh, identical criteria for diffusion-weighted imaging and dynamic contrast-enhanced imaging. So potentially separate sets of criteria could okay. be provided for all uh, sequences. And um, on, on top of that, it's possible even that these different sequences could be weighed differently in the transition. Mm -hmm. Maybe there would be greater weight to T2-weighted imaging or that the DCE could be excluded. Okay, good. Well, so uh, thank you. This has been very interesting. I think the question that certainly occurs to me, uh, and I suspect uh, to readers of the article, uh, do you think that uh, PIRADS is currently ready for broad clinical use? Uh, is uh, 
Is the effort worth the result? Absolutely. I think there's no other option. I think we really have no choice but to try and embrace this and work together to make it possible. I, I think there's been a, a major challenge in how radiologists have dealt with prostate MRI, MRI in the past, reporting it in all different fashions. And at least I think this gets us approaching these studies and thinking about these studies in the same way, giving a similar structure and format to our reports. I think it'll be helpful down the road for doing um, meta-analyses for pooling results across centers. I think we can think of what's happened with BIRADS mm -hmm. and with uniform reporting with BIRADS, it's possible to obtain data from large volumes of studies. And, and I think uh, that's what we need for prostate MRI. So in my mind, there's, there's really no alternative. It, it, it has some, you know, maybe, maybe little bumps that we need to work out, mm -hmm. but, but it, it's really the, the, the way we need to go. Very good. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us, and thanks very much for this uh, really interesting manuscript. Thanks for um, the interest in the work. I enjoyed our conversation. Very good. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.